and welcome to the Pre-Sale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated and committed to helping you understand everything happening in the real estate marketplace across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. Now I'm Ryan Lalonde, and as always, I'm joined by Emily Canada's very own marketing mystic, Susanna Gonzalez. Nice alliteration. <laughs> now we've just turned back the clocks for daylight savings and with the days getting a little bit shorter, uh, winter is right around the corner, we are still seeing plenty of daylight shining in on that fall marketplace. So Metro Vancouver is back and after a short September break on surging and as predicted, all product types now lighting up again. Uh, Kano products in 2020 took a bit of a backseat. We saw single family and we also saw townhomes doing very, very well. Uh, but today it's evident that the condo marketplace is absolutely back in new order. We're seeing uh, record increases across different neighborhoods and very, very strong price appreciations across almost every major market in the lower mainland. Now, if you're new to the channel, the pre-sale pulse is all about recapping both the pre-sale and the resale marketplace over the past 30 days. So we touch on industry trends uh, and ensure our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and are becoming real estate intelligent. Now, in today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the biggest headlines out there. We're going to talk about the major economic shifts that we're monitoring uh, across all markets, especially in relation to the Bank of Canada and some of the recent rate announcements. We're going to look at the new record uh, total pre-sale inventory that's being released. And we're also going to look at some of the hottest projects that are about to enter our marketplace. Thanks, Ryan. Now, if you are looking for market data, information on a specific marketplace, or recommendations on product design, our internal MLA advisory team is active in all major markets across Canada. So reach out to us using the links below. So let's start by diving into the market. Now, there's a ton of insights here, so I'd recommend that you buckle up. Much of the focus is going to be around our Bank of Canada policies and what it means in our marketplace. The Labour Force Survey for October solidifies BC's position as a leading Canada's economic recovery. Uh, we have over 10,000 jobs that have been added throughout the province last month. October also saw unemployment decrease down to just 5.6%. BC continues to lead the job recovery rate as well, 101.9%. Now there are now 51,000 more jobs today than there were at the beginning of the pandemic in British Columbia. And as we shared last month in October's pre-sale pulse, the Bank of Canada has embraced uh, the reinvestment phase of its QE program. So they're shifting away from the $2 billion per week spending spree. Uh, continuing with Bank of Canada's also rate announcements, the Prime and Benchmark both sitting at 2.45% and 0.25% respectfully. Now let's touch on inflation. That reached an 18-year high. It's sitting at 4.4%. Uh, these are incredibly high numbers relative to where we were just three years ago. Inflation is expected to continue to be elevated levels until the easing down of 2% in late 2022. Uh, Bank of Canada is also committed to keeping its policy interest rates at the lower bound until the inflation target is met. So the Bank of Canada has brought rate hike guidance to the middle quarters of 2022. Now this is anticipated somewhere between April and September. And we're seeing a lot of fear-based articles in our news feeds. Uh, this is dominating media right now. And ultimately what we do know is that we can expect rate hikes. They are coming, but our belief is that they will have minimal impact on demand and they'll have minimal impact on price, especially over the next 12 to 18 months. So as of the timing of filming, the Canadian dollar, it's sitting at 80 cents to the USD. That's relatively unchanged from where we were the last few months. The Canadian US stock markets continue to climb to near record levels. Uh, both markets are absolutely outperforming expectations. October trading ended with the TSX rising 4.8% and to push up to 20.7% so far this year. That's an incredible increase from where we are at the beginning of the year. 
So as we dive into the pre-sale data, last month we told you October was going to be a big month in terms of inventory release, and that is exactly what happened. 15 projects launched in October, bringing just over 2,500 units to market. This makes October the highest month in terms of launched pre-sale product this year, including back in the spring, uh, and in nearly double the monthly average we've seen so far in 2021. It was also our second highest number of sales this year for same month absorption. So that means our same month launch absorption rate holds pretty steady at 40% which is really strong given the amount of inventory that's been released. Demand continues to be spurred on in part by strong consumer confidence, low resale inventory of course, and purchasers hoping to lock in a mortgage financing before these rate hikes. Now Susanna, we're currently managing about 30 active sales programs uh, throughout the Lower Mainland and what we can say is that traffic is up across almost all of them. Uh, and this isn't just launches, that also includes programs that have been in market for some time. And we're continuing to deliver sales on all of these communities, irregardless of neighborhood or time in market. And what's fantastic is that we're continuing to see regular demand in both steady state as well as program launches. Yeah, that's well said, Ryan. We're definitely seeing activity everywhere. Now setting our sights on November, we're expecting another fairly big month with 13 projects expected to launch, bringing just under 1,800 units to market. Now this is a fair amount of pre-sale activity for November, uh, and it's over 50% higher than the pre-sale inventory launched last year in the same month. Now also noteworthy is the number of big projects launching in the Valley, with Flamingo, Victor, Holland 2, and King and Crescent. That Fraser pre-sale pulse is going to be jam-packed with info this month because there's a lot happening out there still. Now almost 800 concrete units to be released in November and almost 850 wood frame homes now, if only we could get some townhouse product. There's also been uh, a lot of discussion among developers on whether to launch in late 2021 or wait for early 2022. Now, generally, we're seeing many start their sales campaigns now, uh, including previewing, while waiting to launch officially in and around uh, the Lunar New Year. Talking about some of these projects that are coming, let's talk about Graphia by Port Holmes. Port Holmes is undertaking realtor previews for Graphia currently, the latest launch within the Grandview Woodland area in Vancouver East Side. The project's 122 units are expected to be targeting an estimated price per square foot of about $11.50. They've taken suite selections, sales are literally about to start, um, they're really promoting their proximity to Commercial Drive and the Commercial Broadway Station. Now let's talk a little bit about Burke Mountain. You mentioned it earlier uh, and it's probably done more than any other neighborhood to alleviate the supply pressures uh, that we have towards town-owned product in Greater, Greater Vancouver, certainly more so than any other market or sub-market. Now, we saw last month that after sales wrapped up at Baycrest on the rise, an incredible number of home buyers flooding into that marketplace and there's just no supply of, or inventory. So we have to talk about Riley Park by Mosaic Homes. They began sales this past few weeks, releasing 14 of 91 homes. They're phasing their product and intending to release units on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Essentially, everything that is released is absorbed very, very quickly. Uh, since launching, they've sold nearly uh, all of the 14 homes that they have put out in the marketplace and they're now expecting to release another 10 to 15 in the next week or so. Our expectation is that those will be absorbed very, very quickly. Now this is a really good time to talk also about Baycrest West. This is coming soon. 24 townhomes to Burke Mountain. Prices starting in the low 900s. We're now taking early priority registration so make sure you check those links out below because get the links, make sure you register for the project. That's going to set you up to be first in line when we begin our prospecting program which is coming up very, very quickly. Yeah, and, and just interesting to note there that Riley Park, they don't even have their show home ready. They're essentially pre-selling townhomes, which almost never happens. You know, we don't, we've, we've tried to do that in the past. It really requires the right market condition, but right now there's just way too much demand, literally no inventory. They're pre-selling townhomes on Burke Mountain there, and they're killing it. Yeah, those are the conditions. No houses to buy and lots of demand.
On that note, we have a battle royale coming in Brentwood to close out the year. Solo District's fourth, final, and much-anticipated phase is expected to launch in early 2022 and will be sold out of a new sales gallery experience in the ground floor retail of Solo District 3, which is slated to take occupancy at the end of November. Solo District's most recent tower launched way back in 2018, if you can remember that far back, which feels like a lifetime ago, so it's exciting to see this master plan project come together. As someone who actually like lives in that neighborhood and knows that project um, you know as someone who gets to experience it they've done a great job of bringing that uh, forward and I think they're gonna have a ton of success in this last chapter so the retail and the shopping at Solo seems uh, complementary to all the new retail that's finally come to life in and around Brentwood Mall, which is really interesting because as we're expecting Amazing Brentwood to release their next tower, uh, this is coming early 2022. Now they've already started their outreach. We know that they're building up demand uh, for these programs as we speak. Now we spend a lot of time uh, in these communities. We have approximately $3 billion uh, of real estate that we're currently working on in and around this marketplace. These two projects have significantly changed the experience of Brentwood, and we know that Ani's Gilmore Place is about to do the exact same thing. Rental rates, huge shift in buyer demand, and then of course available inventory. All of this is going to have a fairly large impact. It'll be a significant impact over the next 12 months and where pricing goes, and of course how these programs are able to absorb. So Milagro by Megadex began sales early October. They've done really, really well here. 19 of 33 homes that have been brought to the marketplace have absorbed. The profile interest in the development has been a mix, both local and investor. That's kind of as expected, I guess. But what's really interesting is that they've done a really good job of pulling out and trying to find uh, that, that really knife edge balance in that marketplace between how do you sell to a local buyer with affordability constraints, but then also be able to support out of town uh, interest. And I think that that's something that we're gonna continue to watch very closely. So purchasers moving from the North Shore into Squamish really aligns with the conversations uh, that we've been having with industry leaders, as well as with many of the local agents that are supporting various pre-sale programs. This was a market speaker series where we hosted some of the most influential names in Whistler, in Kelowna, the Fraser Valley, and out on the islands. And if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure, highly recommend, check out the links below. This was a really interesting series because we heard from some of the biggest names in real estate about where demand is coming from and what product types are doing very well. Yeah, it was a great panel discussion actually. Um, and it really, uh, what was interesting is that each of the markets were saying really similar things. Now the Sea to Sky quarter saw some significant one month price gains this month, higher than anywhere else. Adira's Britannia Beach, uh, their townhouse project's about to start previews as well, which is good for that market to see some added inventory. Let's dive into the Greater Vancouver resale data for October now. The market continues to be strong and stable, not to sound like a broken record, and October was another very active month with just under 3,500 resale transactions occurring within its market. Now that's about 11% higher than the sales we saw in August and September, but 22% higher than the 10-year average. What is continuing this demand, you ask? We have inventory continuing to decline, which is pushing price up, creating urgency, along with purchasers hoping to secure mortgage financing before rate increases take effect, which we've talked about already today. No signs of that slowing down this year either. The composite benchmark price was just shy of 1.2 million. That's a 14.7% increase from October of 2020 and a 1.1% increase from September. This marks the largest year-over-year -year gain we've seen in the last three years. Condo product in the Greater Vancouver playing a large part in these years. Uh, year over gains, increasing from 8.4% in September to 9.5% in October. These are big bumps. Among the product types, prices have increased 1% to 1.2% on a month-over-month -month basis. And while it doesn't seem like much, it's really interesting to see pressures on our market affect townhouses, condo, and finally single-family detached all alike, right? We know that townhouses and single-family have been the tail of the tape for the last 12 months, but condo really surging over the past three to four months.
Now, I think it's also important to highlight that it's not just strong price appreciation that we've seen in the burgeoning submarkets, such as those in Pitt Meadows and Coquitlam, but also highlight the robust appreciation that we've seen in the more established ones as well. Richmond would be a great example with a benchmark price of just over $730,000 and an annual appreciation of 12%. It's showing that purchasers are willing to pay premiums to be close to transit, to be close to shopping, incredible restaurants, and then of course, that multicultural lifestyle that, it, that is so unique to that neighborhood. Agreed, Coquitlam's composite benchmark price is up over 17% and touching back on the Sea to Sky quarter, Squamish and Whistler saw the highest one month composite price increase of over 5% in one month, which is a lot for one month. No surprise that with another decrease of inventory, about 21% decrease from last month, our sales to listing ratios all moved up this past month across all product types and are closer to the levels we saw in the spring. So all product types are sitting at 44% ratio with detached hitting 34%, townhomes 64%, and apartments hitting 47%. These are big numbers again. And this lack of resale supply is pushing people into the pre-sale market or recently completed product because they just can't find it on the resale market. Now, if you found some value in today's episode, hit that like button. That's access to the Daily Newswire, which is a rundown of all the top realistic articles happening in our marketplace. It also gives you access to uh, early registrations of programs that are about to hit the marketplace. And then, of course, access to the Presale Pulse and a variety of other news products that keep you and your finger on the pulse. And lastly, we want to hear from you. Follow the link in the show notes to submit your questions or requests to speak about any trends or insights not mentioned in today's episode. We enjoy hearing from our peers and want to ensure that the Peaceful Pulse is your preeminent source of real estate intelligence. I think we're done. I think we're done. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next month.